This is royalty, and this is your loving, gracious, highly favored host, Alex V. The Unproblematic King, coming at you for another episode, episode 85 in session. Uh, we got a lot to get into this week, and you know what? My guy right here, you know, had to bring him back early because the Seahawks decided to, to, to give him some hope. Man, we got Jay Ramel on the pod. How you doing, bro? What's up, guys? How you guys doing? I'm glad. I you. love the introduction. You should have said the one and all Seahawks. Man, real quick before we dig into it, like I was with you on the Drew Lock shit, but Geno Smith he held it down. He held it down, man. He 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 did better than the than the Christ Hawk. Well, Geno made me put my foot in the mouth <laughs> after all the. Excuse me, I mean the peanut butter and jelly guys. Um, after all the crying I did on Twitter. Outside of Twitter, he did great. I, I'm gonna say he did great. I give his grade a, a B. I give him a he B. He definitely went for, for for the high percentage passes, and and he took a he took a couple shots in there, used his feet to 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 help his receivers uh, through a blown coverage. I mean. I mean, look, G- Gino was touted coming out of college. Maybe it, it took him kind of getting his lumps and, and having to work a little, a little behind some somebody with some with some clipboards. Maybe that's what it took. But you know, I, I was very impressed from what I saw with him. But um, yo man, what's what's the Seahawks players, former players, current players beef with Russell Wilson? Because it seems like everyone was fucking through the moon to watch him lose and lose in a way where he really wasn't given the love or the, the trust to, to hold it down. You know what I mean? Well, to be honest with you, I kind of figured it out. I have my own a theory. So let's see if this theory works. And it's the first time I'm putting this theory out in the public. Fast, rewind back to the game. That final one minute and 11 seconds. Timeout. Mm-hmm. When Russ didn't take um, control, that showed me a lot. That brought me back to the Super Bowl. It immediately brought me back to the Super Bowl. I was like, Russ don't like taking the lead, but he likes being the guy. Then I went back and looked at Richard Sherman showing up. Michael Bennett, Cliff, Doug Baldwin, Michael Robinson was excited. Uh, it was so many former players that just came out, and the reason I think they came out and showed out the way they did, because I really truly believe Russell isn't the marketing that he gives us behind closed doors in that locker room. I I see it though, because after the game, they asked him how it felt like you know having the fans boo you. And he went straight to God to avoid answering the question. And he's like, yo, you know, th- God got me. God don't give a fuck about the Broncos. Come on. Come on, man. That's just that's just You forgot what happened to them in the Super Bowl? Man, he's just copping please like crazy, man. But I mean, you know what's crazy is I didn't realize that I had like I just low-key him like now I'm like, yo, fuck Russ, man. Like, I mean, excuse me, let's not say fuck Russ, but like I, I don't wish well for him as much anymore. So I'm just like, all right, like now I'm starting to see some 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 things, you know written in between the sentences now where I'm like, okay, I get why Sherman and Doug Baldwin were all sassy mm-hmm. on Twitter. You know, I mean. Especially Sherm. I think Sherm, because uh, I don't think you guys, I don't know if anyone's seen the clip that was floating before the game about it's going to be some trouble. 
If Russell loses, I did see that. I did see that. Mm-hmm. When he said that, I knew instantly. That's when it clicked. I was like, Russell was the issue. Russell was the reason we didn't get the, the dynasty. And after that year, I don't know if anyone really remembers this, but that summer, they had that little beach trip where they were all together. Mm-hmm. Devon Curtis, Doug Baldwin, all of them. And Russell wasn't there. And I found that interesting. I was like, your quarterback is not there. Now it yeah. all makes sense. It all makes sense. And Pete was too, and Pete didn't speak about him all week. As you know, and he shouldn't, and he shouldn't. It, it, it's, it's like I've echoed on this podcast before. When you got beef with somebody, the last thing you want to do is give them free airtime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's when I knew. I was like, it's it's not, it wasn't the LOB, it wasn't that. I mean, if, I mean, we really being honest, look at the same offense that Denver just ran. I've seen that same offense before. And by that, I mean, Edwin, he's like childhood. We grew up together, best friend, turned family. He's been a Bronco fan forever. And like, you know, he was talking about the, the the calls that were going during the game. And I said this one phrase, and I think you'll you'll kind of understand this. So, you know how there's a lot of like delay games, like on the Broncos, you know, especially being in Seattle. But I did tell him, I was like, look, regardless of how loose or how tight the refs are playing it is up to the quarterback of the offense and the mm-hmm. leader of the defense to keep his team cool-headed and i told him delay a game comes down to a quarterback and getting his team up to the line and ready like that's delay a game is like is the penalty lands on the quarterback for that reason you shouldn't be going that close to the line especially russ playing in seattle he, he knows how loud it gets so but he does that well they've never been that loud well, I'm not gonna say never, but as loud as they were, I've never heard them that loud. Loud each possession. Yeah, like, I haven't had very many reasons to be loud in the last couple of years. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? <laughs> You're right, but really. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's. I think that's. Uh, I think with what I saw offensively, I even saw a play today that Russell had an opportunity. It was a clean pocket. And he just dipped out of it. And I was like, he did that here. And it was a guy coming across the middle, and he had about at least seven to eight yards, maybe more, if he would have caught it. So all I got to say is, let's ride. And they wanted to write me off, but we ain't right back. Yeah, Seahawks want to know. <laughs> and, and for the record, Sincerely, Russell Wilson. <laughs> Uh, and by the way, shout out Edwin. Did, did, not trying to poke fun at your quarterback, but we just—it was a talking piece today. Sorry, I'm poking fun at your quarterback all year. Every loss, every time he does something stupid, I'm poking fun at him. He, he's a, Edwin you know what? Fuck you, Russ. I'm gonna say it. Fuck you, Russ. <laughs> I feel better. I feel like before long, we'll, we'll start to find out some more things about Russ over the next couple of weeks. I, I, I feel like there's gonna be some think pieces from 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 former from former players, 100. percent I've been repeat. I've been retweeting. Huh? I seen them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but for the record, Denny's Saints are one to know. Steelers are one to know. So, so the the three way beef between Jay, Denny, and myself uh, is, is, is it's a clean pocket for all of us so far. So we'll see actually, we let's not. I, I'm not. Listen, I'm not gonna let him get away with this, y'all. I'm gonna go ahead and put myself on blast. Um, it's not a clean pocket. For me, um, Alex and Denny, you know, they, they're great in fantasy football, you know, the first couple Ooh. weeks of the damn season. 
I didn't, I didn't even score 100 points. I was playing for dignity, and I couldn't even get dignity. So uh, this pocket is okay over here. <laughs> <laughs> so so I'm, I'm in 35 leagues, and I know everybody makes a face when they hear that, but I went 28 and 7 in week one. So I held it down. Damn. It's, it's a financial investment, man. I'd be damn. You deserve a hand clap for that. No, nah, thank, thank you. Thank, you know, it, it is hard because let me tell you, like <laughs> the same reason that I'm already like stressing out about though I have a my cousin's wedding. It's like one of our first cousins to get married from our age group. So it's like I'm already like thinking about like I gotta be drinking water because I can't afford <laughs> financially to not set my lineups or like not swap out an injured player. And it's crazy because like you think like oh fantasy football you just pay it and then like you're done. It's like now you 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 kind of gotta make sure you stay on top of it because one guy being inactive ten minutes before ruins your entire week because you are you took it out. It's early in the season. You gotta pile these dubs now. I mean, I mean I'm okay. Man. I'll be okay. I did it. I did it last year. I came back at some point. So I'll be alright. Yeah, yeah. So I'm at. Hey, you can start strong, but if you don't finish strong, you don't mean nothing. Yeah, and I got I got two this week, so I'm 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 intrigued to see that tight end. I'm trying. I'm intrigued to see that tight end matchup on Thursday night, Kelsey versus uh Everett. All I gotta say is I, the the way that y'all let me get. Jay Jettis and Kelsey on the same team. Like, come on, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, let's talk about that real quick. We're gonna talk about that real quick too. The Jettis part. Let me tell you something. I I'm gonna tell you why I did it too. When I made my first pick, I was like, I should just got Jet. I was like, you know what? It's the snake. But I forgot that the snake didn't come around till later on, and I was like, oh my god, I didn't do this. Oh my god, no. And then when I saw I saw you did it, I was like, this this is the same shit I deal with every year with him. <laughs> Every year, you can't let that value sneak back to me, man. I, should... I drafted uh, uh, Justin Jefferson second overall in a fourteen man league. That's that's how much I, I'm confident in him this year. And God bless. Him. I mean, God bless. God bless, God bless you guys, man. I, I, I appreciate my favorite. The, 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 the early gifts. That's my favorite receiver. So you know, I, that's another reason I was upset. It's my favorite receiver. So I was like, Dad, I can't enjoy you fully. And in that first week, I would have been talking. And my and my god and my son god mom is a Packer fan. Oh yeah, I would have had him on the field day that day. Oh. Yeah, <sighs> but <laughs> changing direction. Uh, going from sports. Um, sad to report, artist PNB Rock unfortunately passed away out in LA. Um, it was a shooting, and you know. What's unfortunate to me is kind of like what happens in these types of situations. We've seen over the years, you know, rappers being in the line of fire, being in California, everything that comes with the lifestyle of being a, a hip hop artist, a lifestyle of, you know, people from your past trying to get you back because now you big and you're doing big. I don't know the semantics about that, but one storyline that has come up from this that to me, it bothers me because of how quick we are to put a verdict in the, in the court of public opinion. And a talking point has come now because PNB's girlfriend had posted their location prior to him, um, his unfortunate passing. And we have like our heavy hitters in rap in terms of where they stand and you have two different viewpoints one from cardi b one from Nicki minaj and cardi b came out 
and basically said he was in a bad location. People stay outside plotting. It's irresponsible and inconsiderate to blame the girlfriend for something so tragic. We should be sending nothing but love to her and his family at this time. I agree with Cardi. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I, I did I, I did appreciate that. I will say that. If we find out that it, it ends up that she was involved and, and there was some shady shit, that's a different story. But until we have that, the last thing we should be doing is attacking or coming at or questioning the intentions of somebody who is now grieving a very traumatic experience. This is the last thing they need. And of course, the... Nicki Minaj is like in her Kanye bag because this is actually one year from her tweeting about the COVID vaccine and about how her cousin's friend got the vaccine and his balls got huge and the girlfriend killed the, the marriage and shit. Like just a crazy tweet. She comes out and says, after Pop Smoke, there's no way we as rappers or our loved ones are still posting locations to our whereabouts to show waffles and some fried chicken. He was such a pleasure to work with. Condolences to his mom and family. This makes me feel sick. Jesus. And then she says, the people around these rappers gain so much. It's time to start really reminding them over and over. At least try to put your foot down if you care. Tell them you're not loved like you think you are. You're prey in a world full of predators. What's not clicking? Yep, I'm going to say what I want as a rapper and as a mother. I know firsthand how these guys feel coming from the streets, then being able to provide for their moms. My heart is hurting for the mothers of these kids that tried to make something better of their lives uh, to try to educate themselves. And she does reference in the way that the girlfriend had posted their location. And my biggest problem with it is the fact that Nikki knows that her fan base is one of the most aggressive and toxic fan bases in all of hip hop fandom. And she's basically sicking them on her because like the gentleman who uh, she is married to, uh, Mr. Kenneth Petty. Thank you. She got bigger problems to fucking worry about. Thank you. I was. That's why I was quiet as fuck on that whole Nicki Minaj part. I was so ready. Oh my god, I'm so ready to say this. She by, got by bigger way, issues to concern herself with. You know how you say that? That so you know how earlier in her in the tweets that I was reading, she mentioned the word predators. Yeah, predators. Are, yeah. Mm -hmm. They put a, somebody made a montage of all his mugshots and. Said, I've seen like, that. I did. See oh, that. I did. You worried about predators? That's petty, and then capitalized petty because that's her husband's uh, last name. But I, I just think it to me, it's just so wrong to demonize somebody without any facts, anything like that. Like I get it. Look, should she have posted the location? She probably should have waited till after. But the fact that we try to blame someone for that for the death and everything that came with it. Like there, there are people that did this. It's not even like she was setting him up as far as we know. Go ahead. Well, there's a, and I'm gonna put this in air quotes. There's another report that, um, they both posted before they went in that they was going to be there in the back of the waffle house, uh, or Roscoe's. Um, and, they told everybody where they were. Now, even if that is the case, it still doesn't justify the crime at all. No, um, one, two. My thing is, like you said, I don't like the, the conversations we're having about blaming her. No one knows anything. Exactly. Uh, I think that's the biggest problem with 
like social media. Like sometimes I, I don't know if you noticed. I think there was one time that I I, I was almost ratioed um, because I said something on another situation, another rapper that got killed and shot uh, earlier this year. Who was it? Was it Trouble? No, not Trouble. Was it? Young Dolph? I forget the... No, it was one that was shot with the ex-girlfriend or with the girl that he was messing with and her boyfriend came home. I forget the artist's name. My apologies. But um, I had said that uh, I felt like that was a situation where everybody that was involved in that situation needs to take some accountability. Uh, now, granted, I didn't go any deeper than that, but people wanted to, oh, you can't, and I'm like, I'm not having this conversation on Twitter. That's when I really realized, not even just Twitter, just social media, period, is a time and place situation. Like, I don't even talk about that now because what I have to say is a lot more than 140 characters. Two, I don't want you looking at the tweet and thinking that whatever perspective you have and you want to come and argue with me, want to. And then the last main reason is because I don't know anything. I don't know right. anything. And this is just to make it a little lighter. Uh, I was watching Guru last night, the clip that they put up of him and Math Hyper. Math Math Hoffa. Um, <laughs> the heck was that? Um, and Guru was talking about the Damon J situation and Kareem and all them. Uh, that's big for some of y'all that don't know. I said Kareem like I'm doing one-on-one. But uh, Guru, was, Guru said it. It was just those three in a room. So what are you speaking on? That brought me back to this situation. What are you speaking on? It's going to be so many different reports because everybody has a voice. Everybody got an Everybody's opinion. Everybody want to throw the two cents. Like it's just, just give that man his prayers. G- give his family and his loved ones your thoughts. Let them know that we're praying for them and keep it pushing. Like the moment you try to make a point and try to like slam dunk on somebody, I like to call it, it's just like you're just now making it about yourself at that point. And I mean, Nikki's known to go off on these tirades. I mean, right now she's she has a bunch of other shit going on on top of this. It's crazy. Yeah, and my thing even with Nikki, I don't I don't care if the barb seat is or not. I, I'm gonna be honest. You you got a you got a predator. <laughs> you got a predator. It, and what it, you said it, earlier about she the fan base, a different word. She should use a but different word if she didn't want to get dunked. Even on if she didn't use, even if she didn't use a different word, at the end of the day, yeah. you can't speak. You can't speak until you talk about you handle you handle that situation. And then you got a kid with a predator. <sighs> I I can't even try to justify it for Nikki. Barb's doing like, that even, information as you may. Even devil's advocate, I'm not, I'm not even gonna try it. Like I just. Nikki needs, she's on her Kanye man, shit, man. She just wants to like just be loud and proud and deal with the consequences later. And I know she's a lot more articulate than she sounds on social media, but it's all tweeting off emotion. It's like what Kanye does every once in a while when he just starts ranting. You start saying stuff, and I'm sure Kanye regrets putting out so much family business out there sometimes because he knows that he'll lose quote unquote leverage, whether it be in court or with the relationship with his baby mother. Like, it's just, I don't know. Like this, this whole situation is nasty, and it's turning into this whole thing. And of course, of course, it's Cardi and Nikki on the opposite side, inadvertently, or maybe, or maybe on purpose. Who knows? Maybe Nikki just doesn't want Cardi to have the shine. But uh, that whole situation was gross. But um, 
I do want to say, I though, just, go ahead. I'm overseeing rappers killed. 100%. It's just, I don't like, even just say rappers, just period. But rappers right now are general. targets. It's, it's crazy because, like, like, you know, I, I avid Joe Budden podcast listener, man. Like, I remember every time, every episode when, when, they would get the news of an artist dying. It's just like, you, you start to really think about it. It's like, these are human beings outside of just being entertainers. You know, some people look at them as like, oh, they're just, uh, they're just an artist. Oh, they shouldn't have been doing that or whatever the case may be. But like, I mean, I just had Edwin, my the guy who was on the last pod, Edwin, that's my brother. Mm-hmm. That's the one that's Broncos fan. He, he's the one that like, he was, he was really hit hard by the Mac Miller death. Mac Miller died due to there being fentanyl in the, mm-hmm drugs he was using and that whole case and then obviously you know pop smoke was a major one young dolph nipsey Nipsey. hustle everything that one hit me i cried oh my god that shit was crazy i I, I remember we had a basketball basketball game and and that day and i was like the group chat was like should we even play and it's like that's that's the level of effect because we we all bump we all bump nip like pregame stuff so it's like you think about it in the context of like what these people do for our mental health for our relaxation, for us to f- get into a Zen place, motivate ourselves and everything. And then when something like this happens, where wrong place, wrong time, envy, jealousy, whatever the case may be, it just, it, it's such a sad thing to see. And, and like you said, it, it, it's, it's unfortunate. It's, it's a lot of rappers, man. I'm not going to lie. Uh, the Nipsey death actually inspired me to write the song Resurrection off Feeding Saga um, because. Like I said, I cried the moment that they announced that he died. Like the moment they announced it on March 31st, I'll never forget where I was. I was in my kitchen, I was watching something on TV, and that just when I saw that news hit, I cried. Because one, as a rapper full time at that time, it was like, yo, that could have been me. And then the next thought was, damn, Lauren London. Yeah. And the next thought was, damn, his kid. Then I was like, time out. Well, kids. Then I was like, damn, if it was me, it'd have been my girl. It'd have been my kid. Oh, shit. That's when I really started to just sit back and be like, yo, this is getting scary because Nip, I mean, granted, we know his background, but he was a, from what we've seen, because I never met him, but from what we've seen, he was a cool guy. And to get yeah. killed in his own turf, uh, that's scary. You know what I'm saying? And then to make it even more eerie for me, my, at the time we were best friends, but my girl called me. And the first thing she said out of her mouth when I told her Nipsey died, Lauren London? And I'm like, I gotta call you back. <laughs> I yeah. started crying because the thoughts came right back. I was like, yo, that's creepy. So, I'm just tired of seeing artists die over shit that don't. We'll have that conversation off, off, off yeah, here. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I'm just tired of seeing rappers die over nothing, man. And it saddens me because it. We're not just taking. I'm speaking as an artist now. I even I got real serious with that. We're we're like. We're taking away, you said, you said something that I never even put in perspective, relaxation. They give us music. That's the universal language. If they're able to connect with a worldwide audience, 
Mm-hmm. They're doing something to heal, regardless of their message. It's, it's healing somebody, regardless of the message, if you agree or disagree, period. Mm-hmm. But now we're taking that art because of the flashiness too, but that's not, that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. But the artist is an important part of our society. Nina Simone was a very important aspect. I, I don't think she gets enough credit. That's why I mentioned her. Uh, she spoke about the relevant times, and that's what we had. When Nipsey died, I was, I, that was what, a year after he dropped Victory Lap? I think so, yeah. yeah. And I was ready for his blow up. I was excited to see the direction he was really going, but I can't yeah. see that now because somebody else wanted to take him away because of their feelings, which I understand everyone's entitled to their feelings, but killing our art. Art is life, and if we can't get that art until the most high takes up, then that's not fair. But even more, they're families, man. Yeah. They're families. Like, regardless of the circumstances, regardless of how it looks to anybody else, she was there. She got to go to bed every night. We jokingly said last time, Brittany Garner going to be, if, if I was in Russia, Brittany Garner would be asleep. I'm sleeping that night. I don't know what she's going through right now. Yeah. I'm praying for her and I'm wishing for the best for her, but on a serious note, like, nah, like that can't, this has to stop. Like at some point we have to stop this. Yeah. It's, it's, it hurts everybody in some way, shape or form. So I digress. <sighs> I, can keep going. Yeah. I, I, I can definitely keep going on that. But I, yeah, digress. I think at some point, you could almost do a little panel and maybe do to the deep the deep deep dive into LA culture and everything that comes with it. Cause I did see a tweet from Ice T saying like there's a reason LA rappers is like Snoop and Game and everybody like they're not walking around with iced out crazy or or announcing where they're at. Like there's a reason for that. And you know, LA may in its own right is a different beast, and but it's just it's it's still really unfortunate that it happens. I mean, look. But even when someone goes into their own their own community, Nipsey, who gave so much to his community, it still happens. So it, there's a lot to discuss. It can happen at any time. hundred percent. It's, it's crazy. hundred percent crazy. Look at Selena, shot by her manager. Like it's not. It's you know what I mean. It's artists, man. There's just there's so much jealousy, envy, and greed. <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna definitely have to that. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. should. We really should. I, I almost went deeper on that in that moment right there. I was like. Yeah, no, we, we should. Let's repeat the PMB, man. Yeah, we'll text, man. We'll we'll get like like two to three more more hip hop or music heads and music nerds and just just like really break down. Have some. I got somebody. I got somebody in mind. I got somebody perfect in mind. I know Denny for a fact would would, would go really deep in with that. Cause him and I have a lot of conversations about about the 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 outside part of the music culture, the the ugly side sometimes that 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 occurs. Oh, we can have that conversation too. But the, yeah. the person I'm thinking of, I'm not going to say their name because I, I don't want to say their name and then they don't show up and then get <laughs> Um But the person I'm thinking of, I talk to a lot on Twitter. It's an artist, and I'll just say that. But I think they'll be dope for the conversation. Extremely dope for the conversation. I think they would give us knowledge that we probably didn't even have any idea about, to be honest with you. So I'll talk to them, and then I'll get back, to, I'll get back with you. And we'll let me know. Let me know for sure, for sure. 
Uh, I'm not sure about PMB's if he owns his, his masters of, or his publishing, but nah, go out, stream his music. If, if, if you did not know PMB, listen to his music, listen to his hooks, listen, l- listen to everything he did because the best thing that we can do is keep their memory alive, let their music, their art continue to live, continue to benefit people in some form or fashion. Like, like, like Jay said, man, it's, it's, it's a universal language. doesn't matter what demo you're from, what, what country you live in, what language you speak. People listen. I mean, look, look at K-pop, K-pop. There are people here in America that are obsessed with K-pop. They don't even play. They might not even know what it says, but the music just speaks to them. So listen to PNB, check them out. His hooks are insane. I'll, I'll just say that. I, I was a huge fan of his hooks. I love him and Drake working together. I always yeah. love him and Drake working together. And I'm not saying that just because it's Drake. I'm saying that because they make great art together. Yeah, it's two artists working together. It's not just like the cosign. Yeah. That was that was one of my favorite things. Like I it's not a lot of people that can be on a record with Drake and be Drake and or P and B and Drake. You know what I'm saying? It's you don't yeah. hear that too often, you know what I'm saying? Especially with Drake. So I think the only other person you can kind of connect that to is future. But other than that, P and B was in my opinion a far not super far, but far second behind future. But I definitely love those collaborations. Uh you write about his hooks, man. He he was crazy with the hooks. He was crazy with the most. Like, and that's why that's why I really gravitated to his name because that's why I love 50 too. Mm-hmm. 50 had some of the most amazing hooks ever. Oh my god. And, t- like I say a million times on the pod, man. I, I was I was G unit unofficial out in out in Cali. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was G unit too unofficial. Bass was my favorite, but um 50 had some great hooks, and that's what PMB gave me. Like he gave me that hook time again where the hook was catchy and but it was important for the record it wasn't just a catchy yeah, it, exactly it wasn't catchy just to be catchy it was it, it wasn't a um an industry single or industry kind of push like it was like it, the, the hook made sense yeah so whatever the song was and that's and I, he's speaking truth whether you going through it in not been through it or or might go through it or you think you're in it like it's a great record. You know what I'm saying? So we just lost another great artist, man. Thoughts and prayers with his family, his loved ones, his fans, everybody. Rest in peace, PMB. Oh, man. I'm well, going to say this before we move on. I'm going to say this before we move on. If there's any artist watching this right now, be mindful. Stay attentive and stick to your truth. And that's all I'm going to say. Leave it there. Oh, man. Well, for the next topic, we're going to have a very interesting. Whoa, whoa. Oh, that's okay. Can I admit something here? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. I definitely love her. I love her. Um, <laughs> he's on the red table talk. I, I am kind of mad at her about that, but I loved it. That. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, that was the rollout. You know, you know how that shit goes. I get it, but it's the red table. I, I'm tired of seeing 
Jada and since the smack. I hate her. Anyway, uh, yes, Jeanette, I definitely, uh, yeah, I love Jeanette. But this one right here, I ain't gonna lie to you. It's not funny, okay? Let's, all right, bullshit. It's funny to me, okay? Fuck you. It's yeah, funny. It's to me funny. Only because it's, just, it's the not ending. ha ha funny. It's weird for me. The ending for me is the funniest. Like, I was like, yeah, oh, yes. Okay. And, we'll, and we'll get there right now. But just to kind of give, so so for the for the listeners that are just audio, I have the video of Jeanette McCurdy, a clip of it from the Red Table Talk, and she's referring to a part of the book that she it, that she's on a rollout for, which is "I'm Glad My Mom Died." And let me tell you, Jay, I was not familiar with her background. And her mo- go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry, that title is funny. That title's fucking sorry. nuts. Like, like, this not means any words. That title is fucking nuts. No, no, let's, let's honest, get serious. But it's honest. If, if Eminem said something like this, we would be okay with it. Okay, so but I'm no, sorry. First of, all, first of all, Eminem is, he's just put on a different planet because people just expect him to say some wild shit. I didn't expect Jeanette or anyone to say like that about their mother. But, I get that, but that like it's it's like after you hear well, I'll let you finish, but I'm just saying after you hear why it's kind of like okay, this title is no, 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 no. the ending of the clip I'm about to play. I was like, oh, pff, best title <laughs> in the world, best <laughs> title in the world. I 100 agree. No, <laughs> please, right now. <laughs> oh my! All right, so this is Jeanette McCurdy reading an excerpt from her book on the Red Table Talk with Jada and Company. Dear Net, I am so disappointed in you. You used to be my perfect little angel, but now you are nothing more than a little, all caps, slut, a mm. floozy, all used up. And to think, you wasted it on that hideous ogre of a man. I saw the pictures on a website called TMZ. I saw you rubbing his disgusting hairy stomach. I knew you were lying about Colton. I told her I was with a friend, Colton. Add that to the list of things you are. Liar, conniving, evil. You look pudgier, too. It's clear you're eating your guilt. Thinking Damn. of you with his ding-dong inside of you makes me sick. Wait, sick. wait, wait, wait. I raised wait. you better than this. Real quick. <laughs> did you ever? This is mad inappropriate, but did you ever? Did you ever catch the Joe Budden episode where where he said where he used the word ding dong? I think because that's all it reminds me of. Because <laughs> he was like, "Yo, just just buy your ding dongs and leave." I was the last on the ding dong train. Everybody's like, "Hey, yo, <laughs> yo, oh my god!" I'm sorry. I keep I, every time I see Jada, I think of Chris Rock. And his joke, and it's funny every time. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> what happened to my good little girl? Where did she go? And who is this monster that has replaced her? You're an ugly monster now. I told your brothers about you, and they all said they disown you just like I do. We want nothing to do with you. Love, mom. Or should I say, Deb, since I am no longer your mother? P.S. Send money for a new fridge. Ours broke. <laughs> all right. All right. Jeanette, I apologize for laughing at your trauma, but holy shit, your mom is one bold motherfucker because to drop all those words, like you're getting racial, you're 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 calling her, you're 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 body shaming your daughter, you're coming at her crazy, you're disowning her. Yeah, but can you shoot some money for the fridge real quick? Oh my god, yo, when I heard that ending, first of all, the whole letter, when I first heard the letter, I was like, whoa. All right. Oh shoot. Okay. All right. All caps too. She she went all caps. Okay. Um. All right. Huh? A fridge. 
That's like a fridge. You want a fridge after that? Like you want a fridge? Well, you you about to have some bad food. Uh, yeah, you you feel so, like, like nasty. Like like no, I'm no, no helping you. I think if my parent would have said me that, what if one of my parents would have said, I'm sorry, at the end of that, I probably would have chuckled. I'd be like, this nigga yeah. ass. She, I mean, she, she, the mom dead ass was like, yo, you're trash. I don't support your interracial relationship. You're getting fat. And I do, I think you're eating because you're fucking upset about how upset I am about it. Me and your brothers don't fuck with you, but fuck with us and send us money for the fridge. Fuck out of here, man. I respect that not. title. Do you, you, you know what I mean? That's like, oh, I pulled up to my uh, enemy's funeral just to make sure he was dead. Yeah. Have you seen the cover to this to this book? No, I have not. Please show me. Okay, so you know that meme I just referenced, right? That meme is going to be the cover of this photo, the cover of this pod. But she literally, the cover is her holding her mom's ashes. <laughs> Oh my god! Don't take it off yet. Hold on, let me just look at it one more time. Oh my god, look at her. She is holding that. If you call now, I promise you, we give you one right now for free. It's only thirteen ninety nine, but only for you. Eleven ninety nine right now if you order right now. That's exactly what this looks like. Oh my god! Like just the fact that, like, you know, the best part is, is that probably is the mom's ashes. Like the way her mom talked to her. There's you don't really gotta respect. I believe that is. I believe it is. How about that? Oh, I mean, too. I hundred percent believe that that's her. Like really posting her mom out there. But you know what? Her mom is fucking nuts, man. Like the fact that that's how she talked to her. Like you know what? Family is family. Blood is blood isn't always family, and family isn't always blood. Okay, I believe in that. I believe in that, and, and and I'm I'm thankfully I have two two parents, my mother and father, good siblings that I all get along with. I've never had experiences, but I have family members I don't really talk to, and I'm with somebody if they just want to dead somebody. Like yo, I don't need to talk to you. Like just because we're related, don't mean we gotta fuck with each other. Like let's just be honest, man. We all have different personalities, different opinions, different viewpoints. We don't all have to fuck with each other. I so, me personally, I'm I don't like titles. Yeah, because it holds people. And 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 this is and I'm a father myself saying this, so I'm saying this for myself. Being a father, I feel like I have to. So. Because yesterday I made him breakfast. If I ain't making breakfast today, am I really? You know what I'm saying? Like, am I really? Yeah. Am I, so, for me already, it's it's more so about the respect. If you respect me, I respect you, and I'm gonna give you that same respect, whatever you ask, depending on what. I do. But compromise we make. But if you talk to me like this. That's nuts. That's fucking insane. Like to me, that's just that's like a that's like a I'm you know you I'm superior to you and you're just gonna have to deal with whatever I throw at you. That that like that's yeah. that bullshit that she gave her. That's what I that's why I said I don't like titles because I always hear people say, Oh, I'm the mom. That don't make you right. 
I'm like, a dad. Customers always write bullshit that they try to push yeah, on like, for I don't, customer service. I don't that either. Like, for example, my son, I told him before, if I do something that I tell you not to do, check me. Now, for me and him, in our dialogue, check me means respectfully. But yeah. let me know. I'm on I'm on my, my, my game. One day, he was like, I don't like being rushed for nothing. Yeah. He rushed me, and I was like, Phoenix, I'm American. Don't rush me. So he was like, okay. Three days later, I'm rushing him to do something. Like, come on, Phoenix, hurry up. He's like, Daddy, you don't like being rushed, so don't rush me. I say all that to say, I'm the father. I could have went into parent mode and be like, who you talking to, boy? I'm the parent. You don't talk to your dad like that. No. I had to, if I, the way I speak to him is the way that he's going to speak to me. So the way she spoke to her, I think this book is going to speak to her. I want to buy the book. Like seeing this clip and hearing that was an excerpt, I was like, "Yo, I might even audible and listen to it on my drive to work." That shit sounds entertaining as hell. She earned it. Yeah, she earned my my thirteen ninety nine, whatever it costs. She earned it. Everything. <laughs> I'm, I'm all for it. Yo. I'm, I might get the book. Damn! Just... Look at look at the rollout on the red table talk work. Uh no, that's not. The- that's not why I watched it. I watched it for Jeanette. Exactly. Know. Me too. Me too. Me too. I'm not. I don't really tap it. I don't even have Facebook. I'm not. I'm not even promoting that name no more. Hmm. Yeah, we'll boycott it. You know what? It's like Mike. What? What, what did uh, Wallace say? Greg Wallace. George Wallace say? Fuck all this mess. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! But oh, yeah, I'm there. So to keep it going with, with, with Jeanette. So Jeanette had mentioned things relating to Nickelodeon. Now, Jay, how familiar are you with the network over the last 15, 20 years? Yeah, I mean, I grew up with that thing, man. Did you ever notice? You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll hold off. So I'm about to play a clip from another podcast that really kind of broke down and dug deep into some of the things Jeanette McCurdy said about her time at Nickelodeon. One sec. That's right, because, uh, okay, you're right. Let me see. And I, Carly, recently released a book called I'm Glad My Mom Died. What? And it's literally her posing and smiling and holding her mom's urn that seems to be filled with, like, confetti, I guess. And it's a great cover, right? But... It's a memoir explaining her experience within that industry as a child star Mm -hmm. and how she was abused by her mother from a very young age. She started acting at six years old, I think. Jeanette, a.k.a. Sam, got offered $300,000 after she parted away from Nickelodeon to not address anything that happened inside of Nickelodeon publicly. $300,000? $300,000. And she declined it. It gets even weirder when you consider the fact that Nickelodeon has this weird obsession session with feet. Dan Schneider, right? Dan Schneider is his name. Her first kiss was on camera 
with Freddie, Dan Schneider mm -hmm. appeared on set to direct that specific episode and he kept giving her cues on what to do. Like, I need you to do more head movement during the kiss. I need you to do whatever. And she said she was so uncomfortable because I think she comes from like a Mormon background or something like that, like a hyper religious background. Stars throughout various Nickelodeon shows, like they would expose their feet and do weird stuff to it, like squirt ketchup on top of it. Or slime, draw like faces on the toes and suck stuff. Suck their own toes. Mm. Ariana Grande wow. sucked her own toes on camera and did a whole segment where she's in bed being like a child and then doing these things with her Jeanette. All right, Jay, give me your thoughts, man. I mean, I I, I haven't wanted to make it a full segment yet because I want to wait for more stories and more um, actors come out. Which, by the way, more actors are actors and actresses are starting to come out and say more things about their experience on there but like what, what is your thoughts on this because like i started and i'm like connecting the dots like man there's a lot of feet shit that was in these shows growing up hindsight watching a lot of the shows that we watched it was a lot of stuff that we weren't supposed to be watching yeah um, even with before I even get addressed to feet thing, because I was like, yeah, that did they did do that a lot, and I would always be like, why are they doing this? Like I would always ask myself, why are they doing this? Like, who put this in there? But Dan Snyder used to always rub me the wrong ways, even as a kid, on all that. Whenever I seen him around, on all that, it, he rubbed me the wrong way. It's just something about him. I was like, I don't like him. I don't know what he does, but I don't like him. Uh. But with the that's crazy, the iCarly show now understanding why they were doing it. And I've seen a lot of uh clips of I don't want to say the actors per se or the actresses per se, but I've seen some evidence of this type of energy. Uh, so for me. Understanding it now puts a damp on that whole show. I I've seen clips of Victorious. That's um, Victoria Justice, Ariana Grande, bunch of other um, actresses and actors, and there'd be people like vlogging or like recording videos of themselves like on set. And, like, there was one time when that Dan Schneider guy would pull up and then, like, one of the girls was, like, pulling down the skirt for Ariana Grande because, like, she was wearing a skirt. And she was, like, like kind of, like, having her, like, hide her feet and, like, like not hide her feet, but, like, be all the way down, make sure that there's no way for someone to see him. And just the faces and the way that he would hug them. It's just, you know, it, it's, it's, it, it's the fine line of, of Hollywood where I think Dan Schneider... Uh, fuck what's that is it harvey weinstein like like those types of characters that this shit's probably been going on in hollywood for fucking decades fucking centuries even oh that's a decades, decades and it's just they're get they're now getting caught because people are now becoming more woke you know what i mean yeah people are realizing that this doesn't have to be the way to make it or to get an opportunity, you know? So it's just like, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what, what more we hear out of it if Ariana ever opens up, or maybe she took the three the 300 racks. I'm going to say, you got to think about it. First of all, that's a little light. Uh, I'm not shutting up for a little bit. Y'all did 
you can you can cough up a little bit more than that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, just 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 wait till Jeanette's second book. If she if she called her mom out like that, wait till, wait wait till you see what she says later. Well, I'm not gonna be. I'll say this: Orlando Brown has been talking, and people think he's crazy. But if you listen to him, he's been saying the same stuff that other artists have been saying for years. Yeah, Orlando Brown's interviews are. Yeah. They're, they're a little off sometimes, and they're, they're wacky and funny, but I I do read between the lines, and I pay attention to the same uh, stories from certain those certain artists that were like, well, because even, well, I'm not going to <laughs> I'm I'm definitely gonna have to bring you back for when we do the Nickelodeon deeper dive once we get more sh- more 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 content and more things to reference on the show. But I I definitely like I feel like there's gonna be a lot, especially with Disney too. I feel like Disney's got so much money that like they they've been bribing everybody to keep quiet. But like Nickelodeon's probably gonna be the one that's gonna get burnt to the ground once we hear all the the shit that you would hear because Dan Schneider. Just the I don't know, man. It's just crazy when you hear the request, the wine coolers at the casting events at his house. There's just a lot of weird shit for kids to be in that experience. And you know, maybe parents misguidedly were like, Well, I want my kid to have the opportunity to be an actor, and you know, unfortunately let their kid be in a situation that they really didn't feel comfortable in. I wanna say so much right now, but I'm gonna take the high road. All right. Well, when I bring you back to, to when we have the, the clips and the other the documentary shit starts dropping, we'll we'll have the unfiltered one for that one. Okay. Okay. But I do but I do want to bring up something else that's very insane that I found um recently. Do you remember the movie Osmosis Jones? I vaguely remember because I wasn't really that into it. It's basically I, I, a white blood cell. And then a pill, and there's there's a nasty disease trying to attack their owner or their owner, the the human they live in, and they're like trying to stop them, right? Okay. Well, you know who Kid Rock is, right? Yeah. Well, Kid Rock is a nasty man, and they let him get away with something that I'm glad the internet has found. Look at this. I, my jaw dropped to the floor. Young ladies, I like them under age. See, some say that's statutory. But I say it's mandatory. Did you hear that? Yes, I did. That's why I moved closer and my eyes got big like a fish. He says, I like them under age. They call that statutory. I call that mandatory. And what's crazy is I remember as a kid hearing this song and remembering it, but never knowing the lyrics. And yeah, that's that's the nasty fucking shit this man's getting off on a kid's fucking movie. Mm. Okay, so I'm gonna just say this now. I took the high road and it didn't work. Um this shit just goes on in that industry. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, we're we're we're, we're, we're I mean, look at the fucking, the whole Epstein Island and all that other fucking weird shit that you know they keep on sliding under the rug and no one's saying anything. Clinton, Trump, 
all this, yeah. I'll just leave it there. The royal family. <laughs> you know what? I, I told everybody too. The Queen and the Cowboys had a lot in common, and guess what happened? They oh, got eliminated. <laughs> got eliminated the same week. I'm a prophet. You know I'm what? Prophet. You know what? Give me a second. I'm gonna fucking pull that shit up on Twitter. I. <laughs> oh yeah, I was on a roll that day. I was on a roll that day. <laughs> You were going crazy, but that shit was hilarious. When I found out, man, I was in I was at work. Man, I started being happier than ever. They was like, yo, you was quiet. I was like, yeah, I know the queen not. Um <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> and they was like, what? I said, what? What am I supposed to be doing? They like, what you just say? I said, the queen not. Uh <laughs> they was like, the queen? I was like, yeah. It's like, oh, that's crazy. That's not good. It's okay. It's- you see those tweets and videos where they were telling like their relatives, like, "Oh my God, the Queen died." Latifah? Yeah. <laughs> somebody, somebody tweeted that early. They was like, "The Queen died," and I was like, "No, nah, I said the Queen dot 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 Latifah. She all right? <laughs> she alive?" Yeah, that like it's funny because like I was like, "Yeah, you know what? That's that's not a bad guess." I mean, you know. By the way, real quick, before as I'm pulling that up, man, the fact that you got Jilly from Philly. Jill Scott to comment on your tweet is next level epic, bro. That's okay, next level it epic. wasn't my tweet. It wasn't my tweet. Okay, let's start there. No, no, uh, you responded to a tweet, and your response got Jilly from Philly to get to to, 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 show, to bless my, you with the response. My response was ignorant. Okay, I ain't gonna lie to you. I was joking around. I to use the Madagascar, Jim. <laughs> I didn't want answers, and I want answers now, Momo. And to get a response from Joe Scott, first of all, I'm sitting next to my son when it happened. I was like this. I was like, <laughs> you mentioned, okay. Oh, shit. My bad, son. <laughs> I was like, my bad, son. He was like, what happened? I said, Aunt Jilly from Philly just responded. He's like, really? I said, yeah. Be in there. That's you know what's oh. crazy is like it's like it might go over your son's head for Jill Scott to be like the how big of a deal that is because like fuck man, not really because I've I've been playing her since he was little so oh, he, God bless I made him I'm, he thinks Jill Scott is his aunt Sade is his aunt and Erica Badu is his grandmother. <laughs> All right, this is the tweet and and just so everybody knows Jay can't be canceled so don't even try it. Yep, don't try it. Cause I, if I got queen for the, if I got heat for the queen, oh yeah, you a peasant, so I can do whatever I want. <laughs> and listen, when I when I thought when I thought this tweet through, I swear to God, I promise you, I swear to God, I said to myself, I looked at it, I said, you either they either gonna come for your neck or you are gonna be okay. I said, Boop. now we wait. <laughs> I said, now you know we. What? <laughs> yeah, I give you credit, man, because like. You know, whenever you like hit hit those types of uh of comments, man, people people tend to go go nuts on that stuff. But thankfully, you know, no cancellation. Not that, not that they can, but thankfully, there's no no uh what is it? The queen? There's no high for the, the there's no high for the 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 royal family. Yeah, ain't nobody safe. I'm, I keep telling that ain't nobody safe. To see the name charismatic enigma, that is enough to scare you. So I would, <laughs> but yes, honestly, I did predict that that was going to happen. 
uh, now Dak Prescott is, you know, thumbed out. So yeah, I say weeks, they, they done, they're done. But um, I, yeah, stick, stick a fork. I already, I already didn't think they were gonna win the division. It's all but confirmed. So if if you bet the under on the Cowboys uh, wins, you are gonna be chilling because they 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 ain't getting close. You're welcome, and I want my cut. But uh, back to the, the main topic we were talking about. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, bro. This, these things happen in this world. We got, we, All right, well, we, we got we got to understand. We got to what? We got to figure out the panel because uh, now we we can we, we get into some that'd be a, that definitely have to be an hour and a half pod. We we can't we can't keep that short within an hour fifteen. Definitely an hour thirty, hour forty. And I know a lot of people fuck with the long pods too because because we get some people that love the short ones, love the long ones. We we, we got to interchange it here and there and in, 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 uh, entertain both sides. Um. But Kid Rock is a nasty piece of shit, and he's a horrible person for a lot of things that I don't have the time to name right now. But that man needs to fucking answer for these fucking lyrics because if if if, if rappers, go ahead. If R. Kelly got it, he got to get it too. If they're starting to use, if they want to use rappers' lyrics to try to indict them, then you should be able to indict Kid Rock off this right here because he's saying everything exactly word for word. So keep that same energy for the for the for, for, for the the artists from the Caucasus Mountains. All right. Yep. Now he said it. <sighs> but <laughs> one last talking point. I, I didn't want to point this out. Jay, like myself, you would say that you're a fan of Charlemagne's work in terms of his direct, in-your-face, like, I'm going to ask you this question. I don't give a fuck. It doesn't matter if it's Tory Lanez and his box spot on the back of his head. It doesn't matter if it's Magic Johnson and the bitch that gave him the disease. Okay. And don't come cancel me. I'm just I'm doing a skit. And then, uh, or or... Or it could be uh, your coworker um, opening up the gift you made him from scratch. But there's a new person in media who I think is touching that level of conversation and entertainment. And it is, in my opinion, young man. Huh? Did Quavo ever cheat on you? You know, I think. The past is just the past, and I moved on since then. So he's fucking copping so many pleas. Did you think our relationship was toxic? I think we had a lot of, like, growing pains together. I feel like when I looked at y'all, I just loved y'all together. Like, y'all had chemistry. Y'all was so cute. Girl. i never seen that. Yeah. Sweetie's so face of like, what? <laughs> what? What do you? No, no. I, I, I asked you that question. I'm not taking it back. I think about this stuff watching Korean show. No, no, you honestly, I haven't. I, I've only watched uh, clips, and I, I watched one episode, but I watched the episode where she had Diddy on there, and she literally says, "So what are we?" You yeah, know? I remember that, but she I didn't think on him. we consistent. Okay, you know what? But the Karisha, please, man. That was the one where I was like, "Oh, no, she, she, she's like with that? the shits. She's with the shits. Like, like to." to oh, I'm tuning in. Uh huh. Me too. Me too. I, I definitely like. To me, it's like, oh, I definitely gotta add this to the repertoire of, of content creators. I gotta tap into because she's gonna ask the questions and like, 
the best part about it is like you know how Charlamagne got jumped for asking questions once. I don't think Carisha gonna get jumped unless she has Nikki something crazy, but I doubt Nikki Yo, and her would ever be in that situation. Do you understand how important she's going to she is and going to continue to be if she comes th- at this heat? A hundred percent. Like we needed the we needed it's another person to to have that level of gall and actually ask the questions that we want to know. But the thing is, it's a female, and I don't say that disrespectfully. I say that very respectfully because, not if y'all praise Oprah, then that's your thing. I don't think Oprah asks the questions that I need to know. Nah, Carisha, those are the safe she, shit. That's the safe so, shit. Yeah, Carisha, she don't ask you the questions. To ask her straight, the way she asked her, did Quavo cheat on you? It caught Sweeney by surprise to the point where she didn't even know her media training for a moment. Exactly. She was like, "Oh, what did what would they tell me to say?" Okay, you know what? The past is the past. No, so that nigga didn't cheat on you. How many times? <laughs> I I loved it. I loved it. To me, that was such a great conversation. Like like, and then she kind of brought it back and was like, "Oh, you know, I, I did think you guys were cute together." And like, she even asked, "Like, do you guys think that y'all were gonna be together forever?" And like like little things like that. But moments like that to me is what really pushes a conversation especially like when you're in those type of intimate interviews to the next level because like we want to know that shit but like well, we won't ever be in a position i mean hopefully maybe one day i'll be but to ask these artists celebrities content create like anybody just have these questions and like she's bold and it's refreshing in in the media because i mean look like i know the slander in the breakfast club ain't nothing new but like it's just like safe ass interviews no real fucking good questions like it's just like it's the media fucking run like i heart i heart media's direct deposit hit before like um the fucking uh, i heart media Atl- uh, atlantic's fucking direct deposit hit 10 minutes before the interview so then they gave you a list of questions to ask it's just like it's all safe and bullshit like mm-hmm. I mean, look, I, I even like Joe Budden's like like uh, pull ups because he told Rick Ross that one of his friends had him in the top three, and then he was like, "Do you agree with him?" And I, he was like, "No." He's like, "You think I should be higher?" He's like, "No, I think you should be lower." That boldness is what you want in these types of interviews. Because you want to you want to see the artist as a human. You want to be able to. And it's never no yeah, disrespect. To the real, yeah, it's it's to see how they respond to like real life situations because if Carisha asks a question like that to my artist, I'm telling them before they go in there, she's gonna ask you something. Yeah, be ready for that. Dirt. I need you to be honest as possible from your perspective. You start every the only media training you need from me at this point. From my perspective, is every word you start off every time. From my perspective, this is what happened. From your exactly. truth, at that point, I don't have nothing to do for that. From my perspective, is the only media training you have when you go on to Carisha. If you yeah. are, I would. I would listen. I would love to see more artists go there, have these conversations. I, I listen. That's. I'm gonna go back and watch this sweetie one just because I feel like that ain't the first time she caught sweetie like 
confused because I know for a fact there's a lot of questions to ask Saweetie, especially like when Ke- Kevin Hart asked Saweetie, like, you know, you definitely fart like crazy, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, even those questions, like, we need those questions because Saweetie be eating wild shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we want to know these things. Like, and then, like I said, it, it's relatable. Like, I, I hate the the unrelatability of artists. Like, even, like, when I did Phoenix Saga, like, I was like, yo, I'm a father now, so I want to share that world, like, the enjoyment that I have. So I'm going to put it there, you know, but at the same token, my last project was nowhere near that. It was nowhere near about being a father, you know what I'm saying? So it's like a drastic jump, but it's growth. But also, even when I had interviews, I was telling my truth, whether they agree with it or whatever, but the facts are the facts. So at the end of the day, we want to see artists, people want artists that you can relate to. And if you answer those simple questions like a human being, we're going to be more prone to like your music more. Here, here I go, giving away tips. We're going to be prone to like your music more. I'm helping the culture right now. We're going to be prone to help your music more. If we like you as a human, I listen. Soldier Boy ain't one of the most lyrical niggas in the world, but he can write his ass off. He can make great music. But at the end of the day, he's funny as fuck to me. So his music makes much more sense to me. And he's the first rapper to do everything, apparently. <laughs> yes, he's the first rapper to be born. Yeah. What do you want me to do? <laughs> so at the end of the day, if we like you as a person, Karisha is the person you go to to get that person. I'm trying to think of an artist that would be perfect for that, though. Like, somebody... somebody this is, like, out-of-bounds. This is an out-of-bounds interview interviewee I want her to do, and I know it won't happen this artist. I would love Ari on there. I would love Ari. Especially because Ari already kind of, like, kind of likes to stay oh, out of the limelight. That'd be a phenomenal conversation. But you know what I want to hear? And it's only because I'm selfish... I would love to hear her interview Kendrick about how the family took him referring to family related topics on a fucking album <laughs> and like the auntie, the, the everything that he correlated into the music. Carisha wouldn't fuck around. She'd, she'd, she'd go straight to the questions and be like, all right, so like, how'd your auntie feel about that? That verse, especially like this line conversations yes. of like shit that you just wouldn't, would never hear, but you know, I would Kendrick's like to see Wale on there. Who? Wale. Oh, Wale. Wale would be Wale, dope. Doesn't, Wale doesn't get enough flowers. Yeah, and then on top of that, I think her asking him certain questions, he would be able to answer with the answer I, he wants to give us. I want her to bring Bow Wow on the show and ask him why he said oh, that God. everyone's asking about everyone. Uh, oh, they don't know that it's me in the crowd. And like, just played and be like, they knew who you were. They didn't want to talk to you. Bow Wow. Man, Bow Wow was a pump He's a king pump Who else is a king pump Somebody else, too, that's up there with Bow Wow. That be doing stuff in uh, game. That's what oh, game. Oh, God. Did you watch the Drink Champs episode? No, I wasn't going to watch how many lies he told. Oh, my God. I saw a clip. No, you know what? I actually watched it because I was curious about the clip. That man, you know when he's lying. Like, you just, because his <laughs> his face, he's like, oh, like, you could tell his eyes are like, all right, how am I going to connect this to the next spot? Mm-hmm. It, <sighs> the game. That's why, that's but, why I wasn't going to watch. Mm-mm. And I watched Joe Button, too. Like, 
like you do. I watch Joe Button. I'm starting to pick back up watching Joe. But I was watching that episode where they talked about that. And he was like, he gonna lie in there the whole time. And I'm like, I don't want to watch no more lies from game. Entire game lie. Yeah, the game's gonna say that 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 uh he uh he fucking created the chronic. You know, he's just gonna fucking go in there and be like, yo, my, my stepdad's uncle uh used to uh write and he he sent him my lyrics and they included it in 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 the next episode. Like Game is just getting off the wildest shit and yo <laughs> you made a whole connection to a whole other person that he have no relation to. Oh my see, god. See, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm if this one makes it on the reels, I'm gonna post it, tag game, be like, yo, use this for your oh. next interview. Like, like relate this, oh, connect the dots. Game. That's a good one. Oh my god. Because you know he would think that like they would keep his lyrics and send it to the artist. Yeah. Like I was walking in the park and I seen a rabbit. And it walked up on me and bit me. What? Hey, and then I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> what? What are you talking about, Jay? That's what I. That's what I thought about the whole album. That's when I wrote "Get Rich or Die Trying." Talking about you wrote. Oh my god! I was there. Like I, nigga, I gave fifty the story, bro. Uh, and then he's gonna be like, "Yo, I met this rabbit." And it was like fighting me, and I was like, "Yo, rabbit, chill." And then I was like, "Yo, let me hit Freddie Gibbs, man. This will." Uh, I see what you like did this there. <laughs> I see what you did there. Everybody's been on couple shit today. I like this. Oh my god! There should be a challenge of create the biggest the game lie that you would think he would make. We gotta make that on TikTok. That'd be hilarious. Like, that's the that's the clip we're gonna use right here. This yeah, one. like just make your wildest the game story. You know what I mean? Like. Jesus Christ! Yeah. The game, yeah, we got, yeah, we got things we could turn it up. Yeah, the game, the game's definitely. Uh, he's gonna say that the only, the reason Detox hasn't dropped is because he hasn't approved it yet or something stupid. Like, yeah, something, something that you're gonna be like, really, game? You thought this through? No, you, <sighs> you just said what you want to say, and I'm okay with that. But I'm not okay with that. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm we had fun right there. We had fun right there. That was great. <laughs> um, it was one more thing from the drink chance I wanted to watch. It's another episode. I want to watch the one with B2K. Yes, that one. I, I'm I'm slightly into it. And Lil Fizz, I understand why Omarion wants to fade for Fizz. I understand it 110%. I understand it because I don't think uh, Fizz understands how he's painting these stories. And I'll let you listen to it. And we could text about it. But Fizz is not making himself look like the innocent person that I think he thought he was p- providing. The way he's framing these stories, he's making it seem like he's just as messy as he's trying to paint Omarion. And Omarion seems like he's kind of messy. He seems like he's kind of a douche. But Fizz is not doing himself any favors with the way he's talking, and it might be the tequila. <laughs> I think, well, okay, so was that the clip where he told, uh, what was it, Bullet oh, the Shopper? I'm talking about the 30 minutes before he got to the clip that uh, Drink Champs were pushing. So, so I still have like an hour and a half to go. Like it's listen, Fizz is Fizz should not be drinking that much because the way he painted these stories and how tough he's talking, nah. I, I don't know. Nah, I would never go on drink chance. Fuck. First of all, first of all, I'm not saying yeah. Okay, I'm gonna say that because at this age, I haven't drank that much. I'm a lightweight now. I am not going on drink chance, and I'm gonna end up saying some shit that I didn't know I thought about. 
Oh my god! I'm gonna be like, y'all said that. We not. I'm gonna go on not, there. No, we're not putting that. <laughs> I'm gonna go on there and get jumped by game because I'm gonna tell. Uh, I can't. I, I won't. I won't be able to, to stop myself from telling Nori. I, I created the 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 game cap challenge. Yep, and then <laughs> and then that game gonna come through, make a lie up that he met you in the alley and beat you up. Yeah. By the way, uh, the game chugged a bottle of tequila on that uh, on that part. He drank, I think, a bottle and a half of tequila, and he smoked. So that man like can handle his fucking liquor because he was the. The lies he told were so beautifully intricate while he was intoxicated. Like, you know, it, the lying is in his blood at this point. <laughs> Yo, what is wrong? Yo, you're on a roll tonight. You know what? I want to say this to the world right now. This week, I think. <laughs> and my no chill factor is still high when I chill. So I'm chilling. But. Alex and everyone else, y'all on a whole other play right now. And I'm going to let y'all rock. Y'all crazy right now because I am chilling. <laughs> oh, my God. It might just be my G-Unit bias that I'm picking on game today. But it's just like, well, you know. And okay. I fuck with game. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I fuck with game. I fuck with game. I'm not one of those. Like, I appreciate your oh, music. No. Golly, uh, man. If you put it that way, okay. Because everybody did the Jay-Z and Nas thing. Um, If you do G-Unit. I think I'm a good G. You might be right. I might be G unit on this one. Look, there, there, there was a lot of weird shit with that 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 breakup. Uh, well, I just found it. Well, Fifty just said that um, Banks, Buck, and all of them wasn't wearing their fucking sneakers. Yeah, he. Even, I mean, like, why are you not wearing his, sneakers? Banks' last album was fucking amazing. I don't I need heard to, it. Well, that one. No, I need to listen to it. All right, no, 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 listen. I'm about R&B too. I, don't, I ain't gonna lie to you. Oh, no, no, me too, me too. But but I'm a, I'm such a huge G-Unit fan that, like, with Banks coming out with the course of The Inevitable, I was listening to that, and I remember I was in the group chat, like, typing in, like, yo, y'all need to tap into the Lloyd Banks. Like, his new project is, like, like he's grown with his music, and somebody was like, "I ain't listen to Banks in 2022." And I was like, "If you don't shut your bitch ass up and go play that album and, sh- and come back to me, like put some- that's great rap. That is some great fucking rap." Okay, say less. Yeah, say less. But I, not to say that I ain't listen to a lot of rap this year. I have, but it's been mostly like I just. I remember my- the R and B tap first too. Yeah, I I think this year R&B like people keep saying R&B is dead. I don't know where that started or who started that. Diddy, Diddy was the one who said it, and then proceeds to get Bryson Tiller to make a uh, 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 oh, fucking revolts mad at me, so I don't give a fuck. I want Diddy. That's my goal on Twitter. I said it now. There's want... a theory that that Diddy said that to convince R&B artists to come give him a, a feature for his album. Well, that's cute and all, but we got and I'm we got like. India Sean's album has me so cold. She liked my tweet about her about her her single, and I was just like, "Ooh, God bless you." I love love talking about her. She's so cool. Because I swear, like I tell her all the time how dope her album is. Her album deserves mad flowers, bro. Like, yeah, I've I've been pushing it. I've been. I've I've been sending them to to, to the fellow R&B heads, man. Like when I saw you talk about like tweet her, and then I was like, let me tap in real. And I was like, oh shit, this album is phenomenal. I said we're gonna push your album and get it the flowers we deserve. We're gonna make sure this gets clipped too. We are going to get 
your joint flowers it deserves. So check out her album right now. In fact, yeah. let me just check out her album. Check out all her music. <laughs> yeah, all her music, not just the album. Like listen to the album and then tap into her discography. Thank us later. Let's see who else, real quick. We can do a quick uh, little shout out. Uh, Michaela Jeanette, Alex Isley. Oh, I love Alex Isley. I sing her praises all the time. Yeah. Oh man. I don't even have to go that much further at that point. I think I'm yeah. done for them. Kaylani too. She did a great job with her album this But by the yeah. way, game, if you somehow hear this and you're upset, relax. Game, <laughs> just just lie. Just 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 go on Clubhouse with Wack 100 and just talk about this podcast and just 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 give us numbers. One hundred. This nigga is was fucking in trouble. Listen, Wack One Hundred. If you say anything to me, I'm flaming you instantly. I'm not playing. Like I, I mean, no harm because if Alice get me straight fire, I'm coming in straight fire. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh but I chilled today. Good job, Jay. Before we wrap this thing up, I usually do this in the beginning, but I got caught up with the conversation. Man, shout out to all our first time listeners, last time listeners. If you made it all the way here, I appreciate y'all because we 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 creeping up on those numbers, man. Like I don't I don't know what's what's happened the last couple the last five six weeks but i've definitely noticed an uptick in listen so if you're new and you're and you're a new reoccurring listener i appreciate you all that shit uh royalty network twitter tiktok youtube fuck with us just stay i'm going nowhere okay don't yeah. pull the russell see what happens with that um, i'm 15 away from from 100 man i'm excited about that milestone hey all right well let's get that bit. But uh, final thoughts before we wrap this thing up. Final thoughts. One, thank you for having me back again. Uh, I told y'all we're going to do this more often, so I might as well get used to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do just want to say shout out to my son. Uh, first year going to like elementary school. Uh, from being homeschooled, but he's caught on so quick, man. Teacher told me he was she was impressed with him, so I got to shout out my son. Shout out to Phoenix Tamale and myself. You know, celebrate me. So, Give yourself flowers, man. That's my final thoughts. And I'm out. Oh, that probably wasn't the right sound to do. I was not doing that. <laughs> I, I I was doing the Lion King. I was, I was doing that too. Nah, I'm sorry. <laughs> don't cancel me. I should cancel myself, but don't do that. No, I didn't. Oh, I man. This better. Okay, go. Oh, my God. My final thoughts. Please, please, please. In moments like when someone passes away, be very careful of trying to make things a lesson or a point right away. You got to let people grieve. You got to let people involved breathe and interpret whatever's happening so i do not condone what Nicki minaj did trying to demonize someone that we have no idea or information to even make us think that she might have set up her man stop that shit let her grieve let her family grieve let them all 
get whatever piece, whatever space that they need and stop making shit a fucking headline. Nicki Minaj, Barb's, all y'all got to do way fucking better because there's no bigger disrespect to someone's legacy than trying to slander somebody who was close to them wrongfully or ignorantly. And P.S. on that. Just don't say that's your condolences on and continue on with your feelings about how you felt about the artist. But just don't just don't get into the details because there's no details. You the watch details come to you. I'm not being funny, but you watch the first 48. They don't even have it in the first 48 sometimes. So seriously, just shut up. Give the artist their, their flowers. Send condolences to their family and, and keep it pushing because you've got other things you need to be concerned about until you get detailed. And I digress. Back to the high road. And that's it for episode 85. There's a beauty in transparency. There's a beauty in discrepancy. This is royalty with love.